Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast, where we discuss Black moms navigating work and motherhood. Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. This is your host, Brenda Miller, and it's another Monday, which means it's another episode, and I have something amazing planned for you, a great story, um, and we're going to get into that in a moment, but I just want to say I'm really excited uh, for this year. I'm excited for what we're doing with Moms Hustle Different. If you haven't checked us out yet, we're on Clubhouse, and if you are on Clubhouse, um, which is an app that It's almost like an audio conference call where you're having conversations with a lot of people based on specific uh, topics. So you have rooms that have specific topics and you can either listen in, you can join the conversation, but I do have a room. So if you go and follow me at Mrs. Brenda Miller on Clubhouse, I can add you into my Clubhouse room called Mom's Also Different. So definitely check that out and check out our rooms and that we offer within that clubhouse room and um, any rooms that I have. So that's for one. That's a way that I'm creating a mom's hustle different community. So I really would love uh, to meet you all and to really gather with you all right now. Clubhouse is only for iPhone users, but some people use their iPads too. Uh, but hopefully soon it'll be out there for Android and other um, platforms. But if not that, then you can come and connect with me on Instagram. Trying to really connect with you all, hear from you all, and um, just share. Um, share our stories. And that's what it's all about. So without further ado, I'm going to go into this week's episode. It's a great one. Had a great conversation with Lauren Cumberbatch. And I think that she'll be really inspired by what she's been able to accomplish in such a short period of time. So I truly encourage you to check out the show notes and get connected with her um, and see what she's up to and learn more about her businesses. So with that, let's get into the episode. Lauren Cumberbatch is a business coach and owner of two spas, Skin Studio 211 and Skin Studio 226, and a mommy to a wonderful boy, King Casey. She's incredible at what she does by providing aesthetic services to help everyone achieve the skin they desire. Lauren has quickly built businesses with corporate systems that are inexpensive and which she now helps other businesses do as well. Being a single mom has not stopped Lauren from doing what she loves most, and that is working hard and creating generational wealth for her son. Welcome, Lauren, to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to have you. Um, As you know, the first section of the podcast is called Brag on Your Baby, and this is your opportunity to tell us a little bit more about what lovely King Casey has going on. (laughs) so his name is really Casey but you know we just uh put the King Casey on it goes well uh just let him know that he is always a king no matter what and let's see Ragamari he is uh funny he is so goofy um he laughs and plays all day like you could be walking in the kitchen he thinks you're chasing him and be cracking up and I'm like I'm not even thinking about you um his memory I literally don't have a memory because he took everything I can think about 
he remembers everything. Uh, if you try to hide his toy and um, he, he tried to hide his toy, he sees you, he's going to remember that forever. Um, he remembers how to say, hey, Alexa, play Baby Shark. I'm like, you're only two. How do you remember to say that every time? <laughs> so, yeah, he's just uh, he's just goofy. Yeah, I love him. I love it. I love it so much. I mean, these kids, these two-year-olds, because I have a two-year-old son too, they are something else, but it's such a joy to raise them. Oh, yes. It's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, so going into the interview, could you tell me a little bit more about where you were in your career when you became a mom? Um, so at this time, I really wouldn't want to say I was in my career because I had just moved back to New York. I'm from New York. I lived in Michigan a little bit. Then I moved back to New York. So I had just moved back to New York. And honestly, I think I was just so like career driven in Michigan. And no, I was not in Detroit. I was in Lansing, which is the capital. People don't know. But yes, I was in Lansing, which was a small town. And uh, I just forgot what being in a big city was like. So when I finally got back to a big city, it was just, you know, fun. And I was enjoying everything, eating everything that I had not done in like 10 years. So I just stopped focusing on my career and just was just having fun. So I really wasn't in my career again. So that was only two years ago, but now you have two skin spots. Like, <laughs> like so what, at what point were you like, all right, I'm having fun. I'm eating. I'm enjoying New York to get into this point. So what, what happened? Uh, he happened. That's the <laughs> my baby happened. Then I realized, oh, you can't have fun. Uh, you, you really got to take life serious. So I guess having my baby was is uh, the best thing that happened to me. Um, because like I said, I was just having fun. I lost focus, to be honest. Um, I was supposed to go back to New York to go to school. You know, when I got there, I was just like, nah, I don't really want to go. And then as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I rolled in school. I was not kidding. Like, I was just like, I got to get my crap together, start trying to pay off some debt. Like, I was not kidding. Like, I, it really woke me up. I was like, yeah, I can't, can't be playing games right now anymore. So what did you go to school for? Aesthetics. So I became an esthetician. I was supposed to go to school to become an esthetician before, because before this, um, before moving to New York, I was a makeup artist and I was doing a lot of makeup. And um, honestly, I felt like I shouldn't have moved to New York because I was doing so well, but yeah, I decided to move to New York and I thought I could reach a bigger audience. And um, no, I should have just stayed in Michigan um, because it is a small market and everyone knew me at this point and I was full time. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it shows that you are, you develop a passion not only for, you know, making people beautiful makeup, but helping to develop their skin in general. What was it like transitioning after you got out of um school was it easy or was it something that like your old clients were like okay well can you do my skin too like what happened so moving to York like I said no one really knew me (laughs) and I guess I should have just stayed where I was because a lot of people like I was traveling all over Michigan just from Chicago to like Ohio because I live Michigan's like in the middle of the state so you know three hours is uh Chicago and then three hours is Ohio and three hours down it's Indiana so like I was good at driving three hours so I would drive three hours in one day and then come back um yeah so 
when I moved to New York, no one really knew me and I really wasn't doing makeup because like I said, I lost focus. So then once I, you know, started getting back into it, um, I just honestly went on a limb. And then once I graduated school, I just, my business partner had a great deal on a space and I figured we can do it, honestly. Um, I met my business partner in school. Um, So funny because I wasn't going to tell anyone I was pregnant when I was in school, but the first day they, my teacher was saying how she was pregnant too. And that you can't, you know, she's not allowed to use certain products because she's pregnant. I was like, Oh crap. I guess I got to tell her. I was like, yeah, I'm pregnant too. And it was like, Oh, you can't even tell me. Well, yeah, I'm four months. So my pregnancy, I, I probably had the best pregnancy. I had no symptoms and I was so small. You couldn't even tell. Um, and I kept telling everyone, I was just like, listen, it's a year. I'm four months pregnant. That means I'm going to have my baby during school. I'm just going to let y'all know I'm coming back to school as soon as I have my baby. Like, y'all going to see me the next day. And he was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. And I was like, yes, I am. Even my business partner who I met in school, like I said, I told her, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to have this baby. I'm coming back like tomorrow. And she was like, no, you're not. And I literally came back five days later after having a C-section. I would have came back sooner, but my blood pressure wouldn't let me. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, so a little story. It's all a weird story with me. Girl, what was that like? I mean, was it just your passion and your grind? Like, that you were like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to hobble on in here if I need to. Listen, I, I told them, I was just like, listen, because you're not really, you know, kids aren't allowed in the um, in our school. But I was just like, listen, I ain't got no babysitter. He's coming with me. Like, like if I got to watch him from the window, I will. <laughs> like, we got to get, we got to finish this. Like, I didn't come here to play. Like, this is my livelihood. And they would not believe me. And then I came, literally came back five days later and they was looking at me like, what are you doing here? I'm like, listen, I have goals to reach. I now have a real human to take care of and I need to finish this because this is what I want to do. So it was my passion. Like if I say I'm going to do it and I really feel like it's going to change my life, there's no stopping me. Man. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. I can't even, shoot, I didn't even have a C-section. I was just like, man, y'all need to do this for me. I didn't want to lift a finger. All I want to do is feed them. Like, all right, that's it. <laughs> y'all do the rest. I know, it's so funny. I actually felt better after the C-section than I did before the C-section. Wow. It just felt like he, I, he wasn't even big. He was five pounds, 14 ounces, and he was not big at all. Like I said, you could I literally gained no weight. I gained six pounds. He was five pounds, 14 ounces of that weight. So I just literally, I don't know what it was, but he just, it just made me terrible. And I was just like, okay, he got to go. As soon as he cut me open and took him out, like, I literally felt like I, like a weight was lifted off my shoulders and I was like, I can breathe. And I felt better. Like, even after that, I was like walking around the hospital. They wouldn't let me because it was like, oh, you know, you're not feeling pain right now because of the, you know, the epidural. But I was just like, no, I actually feel way better. I feel completely fine. And I never took pain meds the whole time in the house or anything. I was just like, I feel way better. I'm telling you. I don't know what it was. (laughs) That's what's up. So you had him five days later, you're back in class. So when did you finish? Like from the time he was born, like when did you finish school? So he was born in May and I was finished in December. So it was quite a bit of time. So you had six months of, you know, taking him back and forth or trying to figure out what, you know, just navigating that, being a new mom and finishing school at the same time. 
yeah, it was, it was a struggle because I'm a single mom. So it was a struggle. And his dad lived in Michigan at the time. Um, and, you know, we didn't have a great situation. We still don't have a great situation. But, like, that wasn't going to stop me. Like, I feel like, you know, I, I tell myself, I'm like, you know, so many people, women, other women do it. And seeing people on social media, like people who finished law school with like six kids and they're a single mom because the dad passed away or something. I'm like, if they can do it and I got one kid, there's no reason why I can't do it. Like, I just try to find other stories and tell myself, like, it's got to be a reason why they did it. So thank God I found the daycare um, that was 24 hours eventually, because at first it was a difficult finding good child care. Um, yeah. Then I found the 24 hour seven days a week, 365 days, child care. And I, when I tell you, I paid a lot of money. I paid $250 a week yeah. just for me to go to work and school. But it was so worth it because they came in handy whenever I needed. Um, so it was just a blessing for daycare. So he was always at daycare, but he loved daycare. So it wasn't like a bad thing. Yeah, finding a daycare is so clutch, especially a good one. Because you start trying people, you're like, mm, I don't know. And then you find that one where they treat your child well, where they love it. And it just makes life so much easier. Oh, I, I, I tell them all the time, anyone who's a daycare teacher or teacher, I literally, like, I will pay them out of my pocket if I could. Like, they deserve more money because I'm like, I don't know how they do it. Because staying home with my two-year-old for a lot all this year. I was just like, I can't imagine having like 16 of y'all <laughs> in the Ooh. house. I would lose, lose my mind. <laughs> I'm telling you, believe me, my two-year-old drives me crazy sometimes. I'm like, I love you, boy, but can you sit? Yeah, <laughs> like, can, I always tell myself, I'm like, can you just be quiet for two minutes? Two minutes. You're like, like you just talk too much. <laughs> I know, like, mine doesn't have an inside voice yet. So I'm like, dude, like, whisper. <laughs> Oh, see, mine, he he repeats everything you say, and he's very, what's that? What's this? What's that? What, what's that noise? What's, and I'll be like, it, like, it's a doorbell. It, it ain't for you, so just go sit down. But it's every two seconds he's speaking. I, I don't think I have 60 seconds of quietness. I love it. Um, so you graduate that December. Um, at what point do you decide that you're going to open up your own spa? I think maybe in like February or March, my business partner told me that um, she found the space that, you know, was a great opportunity for New York, at least. Um, we didn't have to put a lot down. Uh, just the first month in security, which in New York is amazing because usually they need your whole life. Like no, no um, credit check, no, none of that. It's just like, just have the money and you're good to go. And the month, the lease is month to month. So it's like, wow, like we're never going to be able to get another deal like this. So I was like, let's do it. Like I had already um, learned so much about her from being in school. So it's just like, I already knew like this would be someone I can go into business with. And yeah, so we just went ahead. I think I want to say sometime in March, we signed the lease. We took a whole about a month, two months to build it. Um, and then we, we opened up and then we just like, just took a chance. It was like, okay, we're going to promote to our friends and family and see what happens. And yeah, we was able to do it. That's exciting. It's really exciting to just try something out and everything just aligns the way you need it to. And you could just like having a, the fact that you didn't have to have so much down in the beginning, that you're able to get in there shortly after you graduated. Like, that's bomb. 
Yeah, it was it was like literally at the right moment, thank God. So with that, like how has it been being an owner of a spa and managing still having a toddler? Um, what was that like for you? Um, well, he was there every step of the way. So as we were building stuff, I would hold have him in my carrier and he will be like strapped onto me and I will be in there doing stuff that I need to do. Um, he would go to Ikea with us to buy products if he wasn't at daycare. Um, my business partner will watch him. Like, it was just like, like, you're going to be here with me. Like, that's pretty much what I told myself. Like, this is my business. So I'm the boss. So they can't tell me I can't bring my kid to daycare um, to, to work. So I just was like, I'm going to bring him. So I just brought him every step of the way. And then I moved back to Michigan and pretty much did the same thing opened up another one and you know I have a lot more space at this second location so this is I think one time you know my mom had situation so I just brought him with me um and just told my clients like listen I didn't want to cancel you so and you know not have not getting your appointment canceled would be better you know my kid is pretty much okay so they was like, okay, they understand. I mean, I was like, he's either cancel your appointment or just have my son here. It's one of the two. I mean, so they're, you know, it's a struggle sometimes, but it's worth it at the end of the day. I just tell myself that the sacrifices I make today is for a better tomorrow. So that's cool. I like that sacrifice that you made today for a better tomorrow. That's what's up. I like that. Yeah. So at what point did you decide that you wanted to do business coaching? Well, Honestly, after I moved to Michigan, because so actually was not supposed to move to Michigan. My son had open heart surgery. Oh, no, and no. then, yeah, no, everyone says, oh, I'm like, no, he needed it. Like, he's so yeah. much better now. <laughs> um, and then I needed back surgery. So I was actually coming to Michigan and I dropped him off. So my mom, my friends and his dad and his dad's family could watch him and the pandemic hit. So they canceled my surgery and it was just like, okay, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And just sitting, you know, sitting here thinking, you know, like, wow, like, should I live in New York? Like, it's so much cheaper to live here in Michigan. Like, I was just thinking about a lot of things and I ultimately made a decision like, okay, well, I'm going to leave it absence. I'm still getting paid for my job. I can think about it. And I was just like, well, I can open up a shop here. And because I don't know when I'm going to go back to New York and I can make a little bit of money, you know, opened up my shop. Uh, and right when they open, allow beauty services to do, I had my shop open and was ready to go. And uh, within the first month, I think I, I was booked out for like two, three weeks, like open and closed, no lunch break, no nothing. And I was like, where is this coming from? And yeah. And then I, like my business now makes almost $10,000 a month. And I was just like, I don't even make this at my nine to five, not even close. And I was just like, okay, pretty much God like telling me this is where I'm supposed to be and everything like that. So I just stayed here and then I ended up having my surgery, my back surgery. And then I ended up um, going back to my studio three weeks later. And I had tried to apply to jobs and no one would hire me or give me a call back. I had interviews, but no one called me back and let me know. So I was just like, okay, whatever. And I mean, I was like, I make more more than enough money, so I should just continue. And I've been just doing it six months. So, yeah. And then people would just ask me, like, how, how do you do it? Like, 
how do you own two spas and all this stuff? And I've always been able to build businesses very easy. It's like no problem for me. Um, so people in Lansing was literally like, I'll pay you to teach me. And I was just like, well, you know, I never thought about it. You know, I do it for my friends, you know, just build a business. They have a business question. I'll, you know, have you answer it and do it for them. But I never thought about turning into a business and because I work for myself now. You know, I got to find different ways to make money. So I was just like, well, I should definitely turn this into a business. And it's been pretty well so as well. So, Yeah. That's really cool. I mean, to be able to take, because a lot of times that's what happens. Like some doors close so that we can see the ones that are wide open for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And that sounds like that's exactly what you were doing. You're like, okay, well, I just work. And (laughs) guys like, nah. I literally was like, well, even during the pandemic, I wasn't even doing anything because I was on a leave absence, but they wasn't paying my full pay. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was just, like building websites and doing a lot of like tech stuff that I know how to do that I can do from home for other businesses. And that was making me more money than working at my nine to five. So I kept thinking like, well, I mean, at least if I don't go back to my nine to five, I could just sit at home and do this computer stuff. And then I opened up the spot and I was like, well, all right. And then, you know, people still kept tagging me and was just like, oh, I saw you do th- did this website for me back in April. Can you do another one? I was like, well, I guess, but now I'm like, I have services. So I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to do it, like I got to up my pricing because now you're taking me away from the job that makes me the most money. And, you know, I just, I have my employee now here at the Lansing Spa, Michigan Spa. So like she takes some of my hours. So she still makes me money whether I'm not at the spa, which is great. So I was like, I can close out my book. So I'm not here seven days a week and she can take half the clients. And then I could still do my, um, you know my coaching business consulting business and I'm kind of making money three ways around so far so I was like great let's do it that's cool I mean it's great when you can find those those things that you're good at and then be able to make stuff work be able to find a good person to work with that can that you trust to take on your clients so that you feel like all right cool I can step away and do this other stuff and I'm sure also have more time with your son too. Um, oh yeah. So what has that been like for you? Like in the pandemic, you're managing almost three businesses, like three businesses, pretty much. You got a two-year-old. How do you feel? <laughs> I mean, some days it's crazy because it's just like, okay, I gotta like, my mom helps me out a lot, a lot, a lot. Thank God. Um, and I do still pay for childcare, but it's not 250. Thank God. So oh, I think somebody's there. Um, you know, he's at daycare, but he really loves daycare because even days he does not go to daycare. He's like, you want to go daycare? I'm like, yes, you don't want to hang out with me. Like, <laughs> I like, like daycare more than, I, than, than anything. So like he loves daycare. I think it's just because he gets to bring out other kids. He's always been in daycare. So I feel like that he really enjoys that. He doesn't mind sitting on with me, but I feel like he just has more fun at daycare. But Mine too. Yeah, I'm like, well, I guess that's what I pay for. Because if he didn't have, like daycare, then I'll be wasting my money. I know, right? Um, but yeah, so it, it's craziness sometimes. But sometimes, I mean, like I said, the coaching business, you know, um, I, I'm on my laptop, so he's there. When I have classes, I usually have him at my studio. And I'll bring him, like, I have no problem bringing him. Because I feel like, I'm like, I own my own business, like, I can understand this, you know, a fine line between being unprofessional and professional. Like, I still bring my son, but I still be professional. Like, I just let them understand, like, you know, I am a mom. I am a single mom. So, you know, 
is he's controllable. Like it's not like he's out here just doing whatever he wants. Like he'll sit here in the corner quiet and watch his iPad and I can do this and stuff like that. Um, so I just, you know, I'm not afraid to just bring him because I'm like, is either that bring him or I just don't show up? And I think people rather you show up than not come at all. So yeah, I just bring him. <laughs> so what um advice would you give to other moms who might be thinking about starting a business or maybe they just started a business and they're also trying to manage you know just the everything that comes with motherhood so honestly I always tell people you don't have to be an entrepreneur to be successful you don't have to open a business to be successful nine times out of ten it's the best situation because of course the pandemic happened and a lot of people got laid off and whatnot so the best situation would have been to open a business but I always tell people just find what you're good at and when you find out what you're good at it's not going to feel like work um and you'll be able to find um how to run a business and have a kid um don't feel like you're alone ever um because I know when I was going through my situation I literally went to Facebook and find all the single mom groups, all the boy mom groups, all the groups that related to me so I can feel like I'm not alone and just hear their stories. Because just when you think you had it worse, someone definitely had it, has it worse than you. Um, so yeah. definitely have a support community. And if it all it fail, if all fails, check social media. Because social media is going to show that you're definitely not alone. Because <laughs> that's all yeah. I did on, you know, being a mom. It's like, okay, let me go look on Facebook. Let me let me hop in Clubhouse. Let me hop on Facebook. Let me hop on Instagram just to see if I'm not the only one. Then it's like, once you realize you're not the only one, you feel a lot better and you feel like you can push through. So don't ever feel like you're alone. Yeah, that that is so key and people sleep on these facebook groups because those things oh. come in clutch when you're trying to figure out like what in the world do i do with my kid and they're just like oh do this do this do this like oh okay seriously. got it <laughs> seriously like you any idea you want to think of you can literally find a facebook group for it and you can literally ask any facebook friend and they're going to give you ideas and it's going to work so do not sleep on facebook groups ever i'm probably a uh a friend of like a thousand Facebook groups. So trust me, I have a Facebook group for anything. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So what would you want to share with everyone about your business, about how people can get in contact with you or um, any last parting words? Um, so if you're in the Michigan area, um, you can follow us at anything at Skin Studio 211, skinstudio211.com, everything Skin Studio 211. If you're in New York, everything Skin Studio 226.com at everything. Um, and then you just want to follow me. Everything is Lauren Cumberbatch um, as well. If you can't find me, it's probably the comment batch is probably without the H because my name is a little too long. So it always cuts out the H. Um, and yeah, you know, support, you know, small business, black business, woman business and single mom business. That's pretty much it. Thank you so much, Lauren. I really I got a lot from <laughs> listening to you and just your perseverance, especially in school and just saying, you know what? get it I'm about to make this thing work so I think a lot of people will resonate with that and hopefully we'll find some inspiration yes I hope so too like and if anyone needs to reach out to talk like I'm always there because I, I hate when people feel like they're alone and stuff like that but you know no one's ever alone in this world and it sucks that the pandemic makes us feel like that but I promise you're never alone 
Yes, that's a good way to end it. You're never alone, ladies. So if you need something, let somebody know. Um, and I'm going to make sure to put Lauren's information in the show notes so that you have it. But thank you so much, Lauren, for coming on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Of course, of course. But thank you for having me. I told y'all this is going to be a good episode. Um, I really hope you enjoy the conversation that I had with Lauren. She really inspired me because she took her situation. She said, you know what? I'm going to make a way out of no way. And that's what moms do, whether on a small scale or on a big scale. We make a way and make things work for ourselves and for our families. And super proud of what she's been able to do with um having businesses in different states and running them and then starting her own businesses uh, outside of the spa. So I think you should definitely reach out to her and I'll put her information in the show notes. The other thing that I really would love for you to do is take the time to uh, review and rate our podcast on your podcasting platform. Let us know what you think. Uh, send me a message on Instagram at Moms Hustle Different or email me at Brenda at MomsHustleDifferent.com. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you would love to see on the podcast. Uh, and let me know if you would like to be on the podcast. So without further ado, we thank you so much for another great episode and come join us again next week. Have a great one. <laughs>